Welcome to the Axiom Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Lonergan, and today I am so excited to be joined by the entire Axiom team here in the studio. We're doing something a little different the next two weeks where you'll have a chance to really dive in and get to know each of us as we get to share a little more about ourselves personally and professionally, as well as ask and answer questions ranging from fun, personal, and professional. Without further ado, I introduce you to the entire Axiom team. Hello, everyone. To start off, we're going to introduce ourselves. So starting to my right, we have Carrie Lester. Hi, my name is Devin Dash. Hey, everyone. I am Tommy Rorlach. Hi, this is Lucas Oost. This is Joey Brannon. And this is Cameron Earhart. And of course, it's me, Shannon. I am truly just so excited that each of you are here in this room today. Something a little different. We actually are in a legit studio. It is, it feels very professional. I like it. So now we're going to get to know each other a little deeper. I'm going to start with the person to my right, who today it's Carrie. And I want to know a little more about your backstory, why you are who you are, and ultimately what brought you to Axiom. All right. Um, So I have always been around small business. I've worked in administrative roles since I was 16. Started out uh, working for um, a mortgage company at the age of 16. Um, Did that until I graduated high school, moved to Jacksonville, Florida, Started out as a uh, music major and realized I did not want to be a teacher. So moved back home and uh, went into business administration. So my dad was a small business owner. Uh, He did remodeling um, and construction. And so um, when I wasn't playing office in his office growing up, Um, And then as I got older, um, would help him. He was great uh, at what he did, but not the administrative side. Um, So after that, I worked um, in banking for a while. I worked retail for a while. And then uh, the seven years prior to coming to Axiom, I worked for an environmental consulting firm um, as a project administrator. So Uh, Did that. Um, We were expecting our first child, uh, who is now uh, 10 years old. And uh, my husband came home one day and said, I think the Lord's calling you to work part time and from home. So almost a decade ago um, and prior to COVID, um, those Jobs were not nearly as common. Uh, so always being uh, big Dave Ramsey fans, uh, listen to Entree Leadership Podcast um, on the way to work and at work when, at the environmental firm and um, heard them made a, make a plug for uh, a company at the time named EA Help, um, which is now uh, renamed as Belay, um, put in all my, uh, my applications, submitted everything, kind of forgot about it. And the interim helped a, a small business, husband and wife, uh, who did home inspections, foundation inspections, um, and kind of had forgotten about the EA help thing. Um, and then about four to five months later, uh, got, uh, hey, we think you might have a match. And it was Axiom, Joey Brannon. So I got to read about him and his family and his business and his uh, passion for small business and small business done well. Um, And it intrigued me. It was something I was really interested in. Um, And so I guess you could almost say that's in 
February will be a decade ago. Uh, the rest is history. So I love what I do. I love uh, supporting Axiom and now all of you guys, which is super fun um, and really excited about being here today. Yeah, I, I say it often, but work never feels like work. And I always look forward to Mondays. So a little behind the scenes for the people who are listening who probably need a little bit more context around today and why there are so many smiling faces around this circle uh, while we're sitting in the studio. None of us knew Carrie was going to be here except <laughs> Shannon. <laughs> uh, so, you know, Shannon and, and Carrie conspired. I guess we'll call you guys Sherry <laughs> for now. They conspired to get her here. And while Carrie's like the bedrock of so much that happens at Axiom, we don't get to spend nearly enough time with her. So we're all thrilled just to be in the same room, you know, so this is, this is a real treat. It's I don't know if that comes across. It's a lot of fun for yeah. me too, so. I didn't, I didn't know that you uh, lived in Jacksonville. Yes, so so it was a, a very short stand. It was okay. like six months, so. I was born in Jacksonville. So, yeah. I'm sure we weren't there at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> What is your most favorite part about supporting the Axiom team mm. and what keeps you coming back on Mondays? One, just the, I don't know, how cohesive we are as a team. The care would be a big thing. But one thing, back to your question, Shannon, um, I love seeing each of you guys grow and thrive. And so I remember when Devin came on, um, just kind of a big learning curve for him from where he started to where he is now. Um, and then seeing Joey's vision, um, his and Josie's both, you know, all the blood, sweat and tears and sacrifice they've put in through the years together as a team, just seeing everything you guys work hard for and just having a little bit of uh, a little role in supporting that um, is a lot of fun for me. Who is your favorite consultant? <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> Who is your favorite German consultant? <laughs> Lucas. <laughs> With Adish, no hesitation. But you can't say that because Tommy's German and I'm German. I mean, I have inside jokes for each of you. We could. Make she knows where all the skeletons are, where all the bodies are buried. So yeah, and she she knows who turns in their expense report on time and who doesn't. Let's <laughs> hey, not go there. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. Well, it was so nice to get to know you, Carrie. I um, would love to have Devin go next. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm Devin Dash. So I actually grew up in Sarasota, Florida. I, I think it's, it's kind of an important piece of my story uh, that I came from a broken home. Uh, so my dad uh, did the best he could with the tools that were given him growing up. Um, and, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like the most supportive um, family structure growing up. And so there was a lot of, probably from about the age of six, uh, just felt like a lot of my life, um, I was trying to figure it out as I go and not really sure if I was making the right decisions or doing the right things. In hindsight, there were a lot of things that I did wrong that I wished I would have done differently. Um, but yeah, I grew up here locally, went to Booker Middle School, Booker High School, and it was in high school that um, my next door neighbor, he invited me to church. And I, I guess I'm going in through like a brief overview of the whole story because I'm only 30. So I still, I still feel like that's kind of young um, 
compared to hey, Grandpa, hey, Grandpa hey, Joey. Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I grew up here, went to high school. A friend invited me to church, and a youth pastor really became a, a formidable influence in my life. Um, loved me through a lot of messiness, as we all kind of, I think, go through. Uh, when Carrie was an administrative assistant at 16, I was still trying to figure out what, what side was up and which side was down of life and what, what it looked like to get a job and be, be a professional. Uh, and I had a youth pastor who just poured into me. And there was a kind of a turning point midway through high school where I thought, surely like I, there's bigger and better things uh, for me. Um, I'm not a collection of my mistakes. I just, you know, I don't know what it looks like, but maybe it's pouring into other people the way that I was poured into. And uh, so that led me to a path where I actually was, was going to pursue ministry full time and um, just tell people about Jesus and pour into students. And I continued to follow that path. Didn't really know what it looked like. Um, met my wife along the way when I, when I graduated high school. Uh, I did get my first job at Publix, got my first real job at Publix and uh, was introduced to kind of corporate world and corporate structures, hiring practices, um, roles and responsibilities, all everything, you know, Publix just does an, a phenomenal job at that. And I met my wife there and uh, started going to church with her. And it was that church that needed a, a youth pastor. They needed a youth director. Um, there were some transitions happening at the time and I had many conversations with the pastor who, again, you know, another guy in my life who became really influen influential and, you know, kind of supporting me and guiding me and helping me uh, said, I think you're going to be the middle school director for this ministry here. And I said, okay. And I got engaged. I went away for three months and then came back. I got married the week I went away on an internship in DC, a three month intensive, came back, got married, uh, went on my honeymoon. And so I guess it was like three weeks after I got married, I was starting at this church, still finishing school, still finishing my bachelor's degree. And um, it was at that middle school ministry that I had this young Andrew Brannon come into, you know, I actually kidnapped him. So <laughs> that's right. I forgot. That's another that. story. Yeah. So what? we did this kidnap with students where when they were going from fifth grade into middle school, we would like surprise them in bed, wrap them in a blanket and take them from their family that morning with, the, with the parents' approval on a Sunday morning. That's actually terrifying. Glad you mentioned that. And uh, we would, it was with a group. It was all organized. So with the parents. <laughs> and we would take a them. kidnapping ring that we was very well organized. We would take them. white panel van. <laughs> and so we would go to breakfast and all the kids would be in their pajamas. Uh, so Andrew Brannon uh, was one of the first kids that I had in the car with me. And, and Andrew he knew. did not like surprises. No. So he knew so exactly we, we what was going We on. asked Devin if we could break it to him ahead of time. So Andrew met Devin at the front door, like fully dressed, and like <laughs> yep. ready to go. Like, I'm, I'm yep. good. So that was when, three years later, uh, I finished my degree in business management and marketing at USF, Sarasota Manatee. And I had an opportunity to go on kind of my final mission trip with the church. There was some things, that, opportunities for me to, to spread my wings and, and, exit from that in a graceful way and uh, that position. And before I did that, I went on a mission trip to Austin, Texas. And um, like I said, studying business and I got paired with Joey. <laughs> so I 
got to State Road 70, uh, which is just an exit up the road from where our church was. And I asked Joey what he does for work. And I just, that started the 16 hour long conversation and conversation that still extends to lunches and hasn't stopped you know, uh, today uh, where we just have a, have a similar passion for business and love for it. And so joined Axiom in 2018 and the rest is the story is still being written, I guess. Yes. It was a very fortuitous conversation that started with 13 middle schoolers behind us. Yeah. You know, it's amazing that we could have that deep of a conversation, but we were, we were just getting started on that 16 hour road trip. So they were somewhat tame by the time we hit Louisiana, that conversation probably wasn't happening. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so what has been the main way that you've seen yourself grow over the last five years at Axiom? Oh, that's a, what ways haven't I seen myself grow? <laughs> the main way. Uh, <laughs> We only have time for one. Yeah. <laughs> the, the main way. Yeah. I, I would say uh, there's, there's so many. Um, I would say the, the one way that I've grown is, I, this is a really hard question. <laughs> Put you on the spot. I know. Can you like throw me a different one? Like a softball? No. <laughs> what is your favorite animal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. So I think the, the way that I've seen myself grow is um, I think in, in, I really kind of rely on my wife in this way because she's, she's the better side of me. She sees me better than anybody, but she would just, I think, affirm the growth in my ability to handle incredibly difficult situations with care and grace and professionalism. And whereas in the past, you know, like conflict, I I would freeze up and just not know what to do. What's really interesting is that you're, you're, you have this gift of being able to navigate incredibly difficult conversations. The skill, the, the development has simply been your willingness, maybe your confidence in applying that gift in so many different places. Because that, you've, you've been amazing at that from day one. It really doesn't matter whether it was a, a high schooler who's struggling with something or a parent that you're having to have a difficult conversation with when you're doing ministry translated very well into the conversations we have. But, um, you know, it's, it's been, it's been just really cool to see you step into that, own that gift. And now we get to see it every day. We get to, I, I personally get to benefit from it because you have hard conversations with me. <laughs> Same as Carrie, you guys have been around the longest. So you both have had the most <laughs> difficult conversation with me, but um, yeah, it's just interesting as you think about it, you, you have a talent for it, but the skill has just been your willingness to apply it everywhere you go. What is your favorite thing about your job? That you, what, do you have a favorite? Who's your favorite consultant? <laughs> Who's your favorite firm administrator? <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, Carrie Lester. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I, I would say um, it's funny. Like, like, maybe something Tommy and I were coming into it like that surprises you that you really enjoy? Yeah. I mean, I, I was just re- like having a conversation with Tommy uh, in a brief bite to eat on the way over here. And like the thing that I love is being able to, it is being able to, to counsel and to be able to walk with business owners who are incredibly long suffering who are incredibly driven, who are incredibly like passionate about their people and their vision. And when it, when it does happen, being able to walk alongside them and make those like 
momentous shifts in the business that, that happen in the business that happen even in their, their own personal lives or their own thinking uh, that results in growth is fun. And I, it's worth every, every battle wound. <laughs> What's the hardest part? <laughs> yeah. You reference battle wounds, but what does that look like? What does that feel like? Oh, okay. Well, I would say the easiest, hardest part, meaning like the easiest thing to identify is getting up every day. And this is really transparent. Knowing I absolutely on my own strength, have no idea sometimes what I'm walking into and like what kind of conversations I'm, I'm going to face and I hate surprises. <laughs> like, and so I think that's the most difficult thing is not knowing what I'm going to walk into and, and sometimes realizing like for lack of, for lack of diligence or lack of truth or lack of like proactivity. And I, I haven't maybe done something and I'm having to, to eat some of that. I think that's hard because I'm proud. <laughs> You're also humble. I mean, like, there's a lot of people who fake it every day, knowing they dropped the ball, pretending like they didn't. Everybody around them knows they did. So mm -hmm. it's nice to be with a group of colleagues where somebody raises their hand and goes, like, I didn't do this, and we're about to walk into a mess. So, like, let's all be prepared. Because it happens, right? I mean, it's just... But I, I resonate with the waking up every day and being like, what do I not know? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the hidden landmine that I'm not going to know I'm stepping on? And that's... Yeah. It's a... What do they call that? Vocational hazard, maybe. <laughs> yeah. We get paid for that. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. Uh, well, thank you, Devin. I love hearing your story and um, I get to ask you questions every day since we share an office, but mm -hmm. it's fun to hear it again. All right. So now it's Tommy's turn. My name is Tommy Rorlack. I'm one of the newer consultants here at Axiom. Uh, I've been here for two, three months now. Um, I have a background in, I've held a few different roles in sales and business development, most recently nonprofit management. Um, throughout those different positions I've held, and even before that, whether it was college, high school, or uh, when I was a kid, I've known for most of my life, and these things were really solidified throughout my career, that I get the most uh, joy when I'm serving others. And I know that's very open-ended, but whether it's personally or professionally, um, serving others is, is again, simply put just where I find the most fulfillment. And there were of course opportunities to do that in the roles that I held prior to Axiom. Uh, but needless to say, this, uh, this, this company, this firm, what we get to do here is really the epitome of that. And that was, uh, something that I was reminded of time and time again during the interview process, little things that I didn't even know to look for, but uh, Cameron, Joey, Devin, and even Carrie during that, that uh, one Zoom we had, uh, that you guys said so naturally that spoke a million words or spoke measures to me, things such as uh, it wasn't that we help uh, X company, it's the company is the we. These clients, they are the we. We take their their challenges, their, uh, whether it's a family struggle or something internally with the business, 
that's not something that Axiom is working on on the margins. We genuinely care about our clients. We are serving them. And when I was interviewing for those three months, it was so natural. It was just part of the way that y'all spoke. And it was so wildly attractive. Um, and so it's an incredible opportunity uh, that I literally thank the Lord for every day because uh, of course it's challenging. Of course we're being stretched, um, especially myself only being a few months in, but I'm reminded every day of what it looks like to truly be a servant um, in the in the marketplace. Uh, so that's the last few months with Axiom. And then it's also been a, a fun few months personally. Um, was uh, I got married on April 15th. My wife, as we were getting ready to get married, said, you know, people are always going to remember our wedding date. Um, and I was like, yeah, but I don't know if you know why. She goes, what do you mean? I said, Kayla, you know, April 15th is tax day, right? She goes, no, I had no idea. I was like, well, it's a little bit too late now to change no, that. So. No CPAs at your wedding. No, no <laughs> CPAs at the wedding. Although the DJ did say, all right, guys, before we get dancing, I hope everyone filed their taxes anyways. <laughs> and I was like, well, okay. Uh, no, but I bring, I bring that up, one, because I'm just very grateful for my wonderful wife. But two, tying it back to Axiom, uh, Joey specifically uh, has been very intentional about bringing family into Axiom. And we hear that all the time. Uh, I think especially with the, the millennial generation and, and younger generations, it's kind of a buzzword like family in the office place. But I say this with full sincerity, it is, it is different. Uh, it's different here. Joey, Joey specifically, but everyone uh, will ask about Kaylee. How are things in your marriage? Uh, I mean, even just yesterday, Joey and I had an incredible one-on-one -on -one lunch that led to a really fruitful conversation with my still relatively new wife, uh, my wife and I. And these are things that unfortunately are very uncommon in the workplace. And so it's been just this constant reminder, uh, whether or not I'm even looking for it, this constant reminder from the Lord of, this is where I have you. These people genuinely care. You genuinely get to serve. Um, and so I'm incredibly grateful. I'm excited to see where the many years ahead take us as a firm, take me personally. Um, I'm just, yeah, just very blessed to be here. So your raspy voice is reminiscent of like a young Chris Stapleton. So I think this is probably the perfect opportunity for you to sing for us. Yeah, um, can There's someone a get, a, get a tune? There's guitars in here. Let's get a... Uh, no, all kidding aside, yeah, I've known Tommy for, I don't know how many years now, I guess seven, eight years, seven, something yeah, like that. Years. And uh, and so I I think it was probably two years ago, Joey, I don't know if you remember this, I was going to get lunch with Tommy and we were on the phone and you said, who are you going to get lunch with? And I said, a future consultant of Axioms. <laughs> and uh, and you're like, wow. oh, awesome. And, and so we had that conversation and I just kind of said it jokingly, but it, it's cool that you know, God's been at work for a yeah. while and, and seeing you here. Yeah. It's, I did not know that story, but I'm honored. <laughs> Even the story of how, how Tommy eventually came to be a consultant here was very yeah. telling too, or we were in the process of interviewing several candidates and we had people who had made it through various stages and we had a few of uh, which Shannon was one and we were kind of getting to the final stages and we were like, part of us was kind of like, we're like, we're about to cross this finish line. Cause it was, Cameron was carrying a heavy load of mm -hmm. vetting all the candidates and doing screening calls and interviews. And, 
And uh, we had just, I think we just interviewed somebody for like our second or third interview and you were driving back across, you know, yeah. back driving back to Tampa and you called me and was like, Hey, like I was just driving back. And I felt like God was saying like, why haven't you talked to Tommy Rorlack about this position? And I was like, well, that's, you know, that's interesting. You know, maybe we should talk to Tommy and you go, no, 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 no. I go, that's not why I'm calling you. I'm calling you. Cause I walked in the door and Chaley looked at me and said, why haven't you guys talked to Tommy Rorlack about this position? <laughs> I was like, all right, we need to call Tommy yeah. this weekend. So, and that kind of kicked things off into the, you know, a three or four month process that I got you here. So what's been the, um, you know, it was a longer interview process and we, we tried to be as, um, you know, transparent as we could, because we didn't want you to to have any surprises, but there's got to be some, like, what are some of the, th the things that were surprising, good or, or like, oof, man, I didn't know that I was signing up for this. Um, on the positive side, it's, it's easy to speak to that. And uh, I'm definitely tooting all of y'all's horns, so you guys can pay me later. But all <laughs> of the, the selling points throughout the interview process were not just they weren't just selling points that, you know, got the candidate in the door. Um, again, back to the family thing that was harped on throughout the interview process. And it's proven itself time and time again in the last few months. Um, the way that we, now I can say we interact as a team. Uh, it's, it's very collaborative. We have grace with each other, but we also expect the best out of each other. These are things that as uh, a, a potential new hire you crave. And so when you hear it in an interview, you think that's amazing. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, a lot of those things that we hear in the interview process, I guess externally other than Axiom, they are just those buzzwords or uh, selling points. And so that's been something that has been really cool to see just all the, really all the positives to sum it up, all the positives that were discussed have shown themselves to be true. Good answer. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> he said, well, the good, I thought he implied that there was a bad. That's true. What's the Me flip too. side of that coin? Ooh. Sharing an office with Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about the cow rug. That's, <laughs> that's a challenging question. I got a couple of those. So you got to have at least one. <laughs> so the question is what has been. Some surprises. What's a surprise? surprise. Not a good surprise. Hmm. We'll say challenging surprise. Sure. Or if you want to call Cameron out on something explicit, feel free. This <laughs> <laughs> is a safe place. Cameron, can you step out of the room? The challenging <laughs> surprise, it's hard because, I mean, one of the biggest challenges overall has been, so getting rid of the word surprise has been, uh, and I, I knew this coming into it, but it's the, the networking sales side of it right? That is, that is challenging in nature. Um, we firmly believe in what we do. And in order to grow and to make a deeper impact with these businesses, we need to communicate that. We need to go out and have these meetings, have these presentations. And that's challenging. It comes naturally to some, but it's still challenging across the board. Uh, so I think that is the most, you know, quote unquote, challenging part of the job. It's that sales aspect. Uh, but truthfully, it's not a surprise. Uh, I remember Cameron during one of our lunches slash interviews looked at me just very clearly and goes, how do you feel in sales when you get a bunch of no's in a row? And he just looked at me sternly. It wasn't a joke, just you're going to get rejected. This is going to be tough at points. And there was a, a myriad of other questions along those lines of, 
uh, we want you to know what you're getting into. So, Joey, I think your question, that, in my opinion, is the most chal- the, the biggest challenge, but it's, it's not a surprise. And I attest that to um, the way that y'all conducted yourselves in, in the interview and the, the questions you asked, the, the points you made sure to cover. So I'm going to ask the question that was asked me in a different way. Eric Little, Chariots of Fire. I'm, I hope we've all seen it. If not, we'll watch it sometime together. It's a great movie. But, you know, when he's getting called, he's having a conversation with his sister and she's like, no, no, you shouldn't be running. You're, you're called to the mission field in China. And he's like, yeah, but you don't get it. He's like, when I run, I'm, God made me and God made me fast. And when I run, I feel God's pleasure. And I think, you know, when I heard that illustration for the first time is like, there's things in our life that we're called for, we're called to and made for. Like there are days I come home and my wife can just immediately tell I had a good day because I did something that filled my cup. So my question to you, Tommy, is what, what do you feel like God made you special and unique for? Like he made us unique, but what is an activity that you look forward to being able to engage in with your clients that when you do that, you know, you'll feel God's pleasure? Yeah, that's a a great question. Um, The first answer, something I already alluded to uh, is it's not a specific activity, but overall um, it's just being at the service of others. There's that feeling of fulfillment, that feeling of joy that as a believer, I know exactly where it comes from. Uh, it's that feeling just you walk, you know, alluding to what you said, Devin, you walk in the door and I look at Kaylee and she just knows that something is different. Um, it, to the second part of your question, maybe not as much of an activity, but something that I get uh, the most fulfillment and joy from is overall helping clients when there are the internal family challenges. Um, every family looks different. Every client looks different. And so when you have a business that is either genuinely struggling with certain pain points or they don't know how to get past a certain point and you're sitting across the table and you're watching uh, whoever it is in the family true, truly at odds with each other, genuinely struggle I, I feel uh, this hurt. I think as we all would, this is definitely not unique to me, but I feel this hurt and also this really cool opportunity to want to dive in and to want to help. Uh, I don't know if solve is the right word, but to want to help them, help them grow. I mean, there's, there's a ton of other, I guess, uh, service-minded activities, so to speak, that we get to do here at Axiom. But I think that's the one that really it fires me up the most is being able to help these families grow. And then as a result of that, uh, help their business. Thanks so much, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Just so everyone knows, Shannon's okay. about to pass Multitasking. out. Shannon's about to pass out. You want to rip all the uh, wrappers off at once so you Probably. don't have to painstakingly go through them. <laughs> Thanks so much, Tommy. Now we're going to hear from Lucas, but real quick, we're going to take a commercial break. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into the Axiom podcast. I am so excited that you're on this journey with us as we learn a little bit more about our Axiom team members. Please be sure to come back in a couple of weeks where we pick up this conversation with Lucas and Joey and learn a little bit more about them and why they ended up at Axiom. If you have any questions, you can reach out to us through email by contacting us at contact at axiomstrategic.com. 
You can also visit us on the web at www.axiomstrategic.com. And you can also search for us on social media by searching Axiom Strategic Consulting on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Thanks so much.